Welcome back to the Charged Up Show. In this episode, we talk to Tyler Beauparlant, who plays men's hockey at the University of Waterloo. This interview is brought to you by NLPT. The NLPT Performance and Therapy team is made up of coaches and therapists who work collaboratively to increase your capacity and tolerance to strain so you can reach the next level of sport and life. Using a model of assessment, program design, and ongoing coaching, NLPT provides individualized approach to optimizing your training experience and get you the results you want while preparing your body with the tools in need to stay healthy. Check out their team and facilities at www.mynlpt.com. Next Level Performance Training, your home for performance and wellness in Cambridge, Ontario. Welcome to our fourth ever ep- uh, live episode with Tyler Beauparlant of the Waterloo Warriors hockey team. So, first of all, before we get to Tyler's game talk, our merch has been delayed. We're sorry, obviously, we're figuring it out. We're trying to get the order through and trying to get them in. But it's a bit delayed for everyone who's waiting on sweaters or shirts or hats, so... Just stay patient. I got my charged up open shirt on. The sweater, I got too many sweaters in my household and so I couldn't find them. So I got the charged up open shirt on. But today we're with Ty and we're gonna get right into it. And so um, let's. I wanna talk about university first. Obviously we don't have um, too many local university students. I don't, I don't think we've ever had a hockey player that's local university. So just go into the season ending and not only hockey, being done, I don't know what your off season. I'm assuming your season was over by then, and then also classes moving to online. So yeah, uh, I think our season was done before COVID hit. Uh, we weren't making a playoff run. I think we were in ninth place at the time, and uh, yeah, so classes moved to online. That was a struggle for me. Um, I'm a big in class guy, so one on one learning. Um, so that transition was tough. I know in the fall we're going to have the same thing. It's going to be completely online, no tutorials, no labs and stuff. So uh, we'll see how that goes. So, like, uh, obviously, too, you're, like, I, I know you through, which we're thanks to NLPT for letting us use this. This video is also sponsored but by NLPT, but that'll be in the start, obviously. But we're here at NLPT, and that's how I met you. And um, clearly, you're in good shape, especially people can't see. can't People can't see what's under your shirt, but pretty ripped. So... Um, where did working out, obviously, I, I'm assuming you enjoy working out a lot just based on the way you work out or you're like doing your upper bodies and stuff. It doesn't necessarily just for hockey, I, like, just what I think. And like, so how is that um, transition for you from COVID? Obviously, you want to train for hockey, but also training because you enjoy it. But now you're stuck at home. Right. So when COVID hit, um, I didn't have any gym equipment at home. Um, I was actually a little bit overweight after the season. And uh, COVID actually forced me to do a lot of running and body weight stuff. And I actually dropped like 10, 15 pounds. Um, I do actually like working out for fun. Um, but yeah, no, I'm glad I came here to work out in LPT because I missed all the weights and stuff. So, yeah. So, um, no, just like the challenges that uh, it was mentally and everyone I've talked to, they had to deal with their own different mental challenges. And like I know for me at the start, it was hard motivating because... I had no one else training for. Usually, you have your uh, some spring camps, obviously for juniors, but even you, you would know when you need to be back on the ice. You know when your team's coming back to get ready for the season, and then you don't know anything. So you're training, but you don't really know when you're training for, and that's pretty tough mentally. Yeah, so I think the motivation was my biggest hurdle. Um, being at home with one no weights, um, 
no one to work out with to, to push me a little bit harder and not knowing if there was going to be a season so it was like you know is there a point to working out yeah. like, so that was my biggest challenge yeah sure so now we'll go back to uh minor hockey and start the beginning and uh say you're from oakville but not really so where did you grow up where did you play minor hockey so i'm actually from hamilton okay that's um, what you said yeah that's growing right. up uh, i played in flamborough double a and then one year a coach gave me a shot in triple a in halton for the Halton hurricanes so i played there for three years uh, i was the captain in my second year really enjoyed that made a lot of good friends there um, after that, I ended up going back to Double A. We won the Tri Counties Championship that year. Um, then after that, it was actually funny. My cousin coached um, a team in the Knoll up in Alaska. Okay. I think it was the Fairbanks Ice Dogs, and uh, he was the assistant coach. Like Alaska, Alaska. Alaska, oh, okay. Alaska. Okay. So he was the coach there, but he also had affiliations with the Triple A U16 team. Okay. So I ended up going there for my first, um, well, I ended up going to try out, made the team, I ended up living with him. And uh, that was a pretty cool experience. There's like nothing up there. Like, How old were you? Uh, I was grade 10. Yeah, grade Jeez. 10, so I moved away from home. But it was with my family, so it wasn't a yeah, huge yeah. deal. Um, but the billet situation didn't, didn't end up working out, so I ended up coming back home. Okay. And then uh, I guess Niagara North Stars were looking for a player, so they picked me up. Played there and then uh, went to Bishops the year after. Yeah, and that was actually a question was personally I've heard of Bishops very vaguely. I don't know what it is and why. Where is it? What was your experience and why did you decide to go prep? Why is that your decision not to try to go junior? Obviously, not everyone can go junior, but there's lower levels to junior and major midget. Why did you want to go play prep? So, back in my minor hockey days, I wasn't really a standout guy. Um, a lot of the times when I made a team because uh, a coach gave me a shot, like Halton, he just gave me a shot. Alaska coach gave me a shot. So I actually knew this guy from the Halton Hurricanes. He was one of our, our trainers. His name's Scott Lawson. He roughs in the OHL and I think maybe OH or AHL or something like that. Um, but no, he actually went to school at Bishops and he knew about Bishops College School. And uh, he hired, or not hired, but he recruited me and two other friends that played on Halton to go out there and um, I think that's where my game actually flourished. So it's not that I picked to go there, but yeah. um, I was recruited to go there because I didn't really have any options. And so, where, where is that and what was your prep school experience like? Um, it was in Sherbrooke, Quebec. Okay. Um, so uh, I think the Sherbrooke Phoenix is there yeah. and the QJ. Um, but actually it was pretty cool. It was kind of like living at university. You live in a dorm. Um, you skate every day, the rinks on campus, they have the, uh, the oldest rink in North America, I think, or second oldest. Uh, they had great coaches, um, Mike Couch and Patrick LeBeau. Patrick LeBeau was a great coach for me, and uh, he actually really helped my game flourish. So, so, so you're playing in the Quebec prep, prep League? Yeah, so at the time, the Bishops was kind of like in a transition stage because they weren't that big. Um, but then we started playing uh, tournaments and we played teams like Everest and uh, we never actually played Stansted, but we were, were comparable to them. Yeah. Uh, then we played San Andrews College and we gave them a good run for their money and I think that's what put us on the map. So Yeah, obviously. We had Justin Randall who played on San Andrews, committed to Cornell now and so that's that's where I was wondering too because uh, our viewers and me are familiar with San Andrews so that was uh, kind of the connection we wanted to draw and then 
obviously going to the CC and um, that, that that's starting to become a more common thing down here but I, I wasn't as common I'd say back when you were which was what six seven years ago probably and so why why was that the right move instead of staying here obviously it's better a bit, bit better tier two there than here but uh, why was why was that the move you wanted to make going away from home playing up there so again um, I tried out for countless junior teams and uh, one of my other assistant coaches, Adam Spurk, he was there my first year. Um, he played for the Kempville 73s. Yeah. And uh, I went there for two years. I tried out grade 11 and grade 12. Grade 11, I didn't expect to make it. It was just going yeah. to show face. Um, but I ended up going there and had a really good camp and they signed me right out of camp. Um, but I did go to a bunch of camps locally. I was just trying to make any junior team, to be honest. But Kempo gave me the shot. So. And then what was your like? Uh, what was your experience like in Kempo? Obviously, what's what's your day to day life? And we've had some guys that play in the CC or played in the CC. And well, yeah, what was your day to day life? What was your experience in building? Obviously, best two years of my life for sure. Um, some of my best friendships came from Kempo. It's like a really really small town. Um, and everyone's from out of town, so everyone's billeting, so it gets really close. Um, I had a really amazing billet family. Shout out to Julie, John, and Tebow. Um, but yeah, the coaching was good, team was good, the boys were good. Like, there's no complaints playing there. And how did that change your game? What was it like adjusting the first year of junior hockey, whether you play in the OHL, Tier 2, Junior B, even Junior C? Uh, it's it's always tough facing 20 year olds and so what was your adjustment like and how much did that help you? Well my first year I didn't get too much ice time. Uh, I was in and out of the lineup but uh, always every time I stepped on the ice I was just climbing for more ice, climbing to make a difference and um, actually even in my second year I was still fighting and then um, almost halfway through the season I had a breakout and he uh, moved me up to first line and that's when I started getting some more points and uh, you have more confidence in me, so. Yeah, so then why why did you come back to the U.S. off some years, and why why did you want to come back to the G, GOJHL, and was it school or trade or? So I was actually going to quit hockey because oh, wow. um, I wanted to um, be a dentist, and my parents really forced me to go to school. Okay. So I ended up quitting hockey, and I think a couple weeks before school started, I was like, I can't, I can't quit. Like I, I want to play out my last junior league or my year of junior. And um, like I, I knew, like I didn't want, I was gonna work for the rest of my life. I wanted to play. Yeah, for sure. Max yeah. out my eligibility year. Yeah. So I was like, you know, called my coach. I said, hey, like I can't quit hockey, but I really have to go to school. Yeah. Could you give me a trade to Elmira or something? So I ended up going to camp and uh, they picked me up and played there. So, so run us through, obviously people are a lot more familiar that are listening to this podcast, which with the GOJHL, with Elmira, obviously it's one of the top top organizations and what was your experience there was uh was still the old arena or new arena it was a new arena new arena so that must have been fairly new and you also had a really good team yeah we had a really stacked team uh great facility uh the coaches were pretty good to me uh yeah i just had a really bad season for injuries yeah i uh, separated my shoulder and then i sprained both my knees so i only played like not even half the games so it was a rough season but but you guys went on quite the playoff run now. Did you guys win that or? No, we actually, we made it to the Southern uh, Cup, but we got swept first round. So you won the Cherry Cup? No, we were the wild card team. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, <laughs> we actually got swept in uh, that too. 
so oh okay this <laughs> is still a good season though and um where like obviously that was your last year of junior and how did this all lead to you i, I to decide to try to play hockey at waterloo was that just because you loved hockey and you wanted to keep trying to play well i just i thought i'd just walk on um i was talking to borky for the Elmira season but obviously i wasn't having a too great of a season but um, I worked really hard in the off season. I thought, you know, might as well give it one last shot, uh, make see as far as I can go. And I ended up walking on, and he liked me. I didn't play too much my first season, but uh, I'm just happy I made it, to be honest. And ever yeah. since I've been clawing for more spot and more ice time and stuff like that. So. Back, to, uh, not back to it, but we ask everyone this, and I, I'm curious to know when you're the first, like I said, university hockey player that from locally. What's your day-to-day -day lifestyle at UW as a hockey player? What do you do and what are, what's every day? Is it quite the grind and what is it? So usually in the mornings we'll have S&C with Hawk. Um, and then throughout the middle of the day we'll have our classes and get some work done. And then we'll usually have uh, hockey practice around four o'clock. Uh, sometimes we'll have a workout before or after. Um, and after that I usually go back home, eat and do some more work and be chill. That's on to the next day. Now, is it pretty challenging for you to balance school and hockey, or? It's pretty tough. Um, I have a tough course load, and it's pretty demanding. Where it's a really good academic school, but uh, no, it's if you're on top of your stuff, it, it's manageable. So. And then, what the last kind of question is? What's what's kind of next for you? Obviously, you got one or two years left at UW, and um, are you? gonna try to play hockey at whatever level you can or you think you're just gonna go work or I think see what happens I think after my university career is done it'll be it yeah um, I really got to start focusing on uh, my actual career what's gonna pay the bills so um, I'll be 100% dedicated to being a dentist awesome okay thank you so much and we're all rooting for you and thanks and hope you guys enjoyed the live interview and uh, we'll work the merch is coming